I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on a Thursday on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is great to be with you. Uh, and as always, we're just trying to slow things down a little bit, divide the rage from the reason. Elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and, and help it all make sense in our very tumultuous world right now. And really pleased to be joined by one of those voices of reason uh, and voices of wisdom uh, that I really appreciate. Joel Peterson uh, joins us. Uh, Joel is a, an author and businessman. He's the chairman of JetBlue Airways. He was founding partner of Peterson Partners uh, here in Salt Lake City, an investment management firm, uh, author of numerous books, and again, one of my favorite thinkers. Joel, thanks for being with us today. Boyd, great to be with you. Well, we're we're in the middle of the middle of, I'm, I'm not sure what middles we're into by this point in the program. Uh, it's so fascinating to watch over the last week uh, how our, our focus has shifted so dramatically from the coronavirus and how do we move forward and what's the right strategy to dealing with social issues and, and uh, unnecessary uh, death and destruction on so many different levels. Uh, and that conversation, uh, I think, has, has caused us to we, – we need to stop for a minute and make sure we keep our eye on the ball <laughs> on both of these. We have to walk and chew gum together. Uh, I know you've been talking to a lot, especially in the business community, leaders everywhere, really, uh, talking about how do, we, how do we get there? How do we get past the fear? How do we rely on facts? And how do we strategically move forward? I, I have, and I've been thinking about it. I've been troubled by it. You know, I wrote this book on entrepreneurial leadership, uh, which is a form of leadership I think we really have, and it's really rooted in facts. It's rooted in things that are emerging over time, and entrepreneurial leaders are adjusting to the market all the time. And we've learned a lot about this virus. Uh, we've unfortunately learned a lot about the feelings of unmet grievances. And uh, what do we do to those? But I don't think we're adjusting rapidly enough to reality. Uh, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders would take a very different approach from the, the very blunt approaches that we're taking right now. And they're, and they're quite dangerous. Yeah, I, I, I do think that that is uh, a lot of people think of entrepreneurship as just, you know, flying by the seat of your pants and winging a prayer and, and just letting it rip. Uh, but the best entrepreneurs, the real serial entrepreneurs, uh, successful entrepreneurs, make sure they have that right mix of of facts 
and gut and strategy. Uh, I always say hope is important, but hope is not a strategy. How do we apply that to this specific situation? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the real entrepreneurial leaders always have their ear to the ground. Mm. They're adjusting, they're flexible, they're listening to people, and so many new facts have emerged in all of these areas that I think we could be way more clever. The the New York Times journalist uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones just gave an interview with CBS in which she announced that destroying property, which can be replaced, is not violence. Um, And so she's been given kind of this bully pulpit from which to attempt to lay the groundwork for uh, something that would harm, above all, those she naively thinks she's defending. So I think while we're struggling with the coronavirus, now we have people out who are not socially distancing, but who are looting and destroying property. And in many cases, it's the very businesses of the minorities that she thinks naively that she's defending. And to me, the facts on the ground just scream for a different approach. Yeah. And And, uh, so I, I really want entrepreneurial leaders to stand up, speak up, give the facts. Uh, because a lot of this is rooted in uh, in generations old grievances and a lack of knowledge of the facts, yeah. uh, and so I think we need to we need to be smart. Yeah, that that entrepreneurial leadership is so critical. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have Joel Peterson on the line, chairman of JetBlue. Uh, great entrepreneur, great leader, uh, teaches uh, some business classes at, at uh, Stanford University, which I'm assuming you're doing uh, far away at this moment. I'm doing online. That's right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, Joel, is uh, I love this idea of the, the entrepreneurial leadership approach that we we have to constantly adjust to the facts on the ground. And, and whether it's the coronavirus, we have found some things that we thought were facts that weren't. Uh, and so then what do we do? Do we hunker down and just hold on to those or do we rapidly change and, and adapt? Uh, I wanted to ask you, Joel, what is, uh, as chairman of JetBlue, obviously you're doing some some serious adapt, adjust, uh, mental gymnastics of the highest order. Uh, tell us a little bit. Everyone's kind of fascinated. What's going to happen in the airline industry? Well, the airline industry is facing challenges unlike almost any other industry other than maybe hotels and uh, cruise Uh, ships. Uh, So it's very challenging. Uh, Just for accuracy, I retired after 12 years as chairman of JetBlue uh, two weeks ago, but I was very involved in all of the preparations up until then. And, you know, job one is to make sure that you've got the liquidity going forward. You have to survive before you can thrive. Mm. And so every entrepreneurial leader knows that Uh, They have to extend the runway, and that means cutting back on capital expenditures, improving operations, in our case, grounding a bunch of planes, borrowing a bunch of money, both from the government and privately. And then you have to step back and say, what is our covenant with our customers, our employees, our suppliers, our uh, the government, everybody, and then how do we execute that promise going forward, which means reimagining the business a bit. Oh, that, uh, I, I absolutely love that. Uh, if, if you haven't picked up uh, Joel's latest book, Entrepreneurial Leadership, and you're looking some, for something to really not just pass some time while maybe you're spending a little more at home, uh, this is one that will rocket you forward in terms of thinking and approaching uh, Joel, one of the other things that you have talked about over the years, 
that I think is going to be so vital, again, both in terms of moving forward on COVID-19 and reopening society and the economy, but also in dealing with some of these social things. And that is this this issue of trust. You've spent a lot of time teaching and talking to leaders around the world about trust. What's the lesson for us in these current challenges? Yeah, we've really strained the trust in society and uh, across the board, and it's the most powerful operating system a business can have. It's the nature of relationships between human beings that allow things to move quickly, allow us to be flexible, allow us to change, and uh, we've got to repair that broken trust. There's no question about it. And there are rules. The good news is there are laws. I I wrote a book once called uh, The Ten Laws of Trust which describe how you can be intentional about building trust. You do it a conversation at a time, delivering a promise at a time. It's very fragile. You can destroy it in a single act, but it takes a long time to build. And we need to now commence the process of rebuilding trust. Yeah, fantastic. Such great insight. Uh, i got just about uh, a minute left, Joel, and I, I always like to give you a little space uh, because I'm always, I always want to know – What's Joel thinking about? What is what's surprising? What's surprising you? What's causing you to think? Oh, I need to think more about that in in these very interesting times. Yeah, I think uh, what is surprising me is the the illogic and the discontinuity. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. one week ago we were told we were in lockdown and had to socially distance and be so cautious, and now you see these crowds of people who are not socially distancing. We're lying down in streets. I mean, that, and nearly the news cycle has nearly forgotten about that. And so I think the media really owes us a lot of honesty, you know, and really uh, asking tough questions. And because most of us as consumers of facts we get from the media don't really know which way to turn. We've received so many uh, countervailing notions that I think we need clarity. And I think someone needs to speak clearly from a position of authority and trust. Oh, and that's the next thing that I think needs oh. to happen. Oh, that's fantastic. Joel Peterson, uh, former chairman of JetBlue, uh, author of Entrepreneurial Leadership and many other books. And as I said, just one of the great thinkers and leaders out there. If you if you ever want to think different about how you're leading your organization, your team, your community, your family, and yourself, uh, just dive in for a minute into to one of Joel's writings, and uh, you will come out a very different person. Joel, thanks so much for taking time with us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Boyd. Great to be with you. All right, Joel Peterson again with us here on KSL News Radio. We're going to go ahead and step aside. We got one segment to go. We're going to talk about the difference between a moment and a movement. Can we do it in America? Find out next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.